This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Welcome to the Cowboys Podcast. Dallas Cowboys trying to rally from behind. It's Hill! Touchdown! Big opening for Tony Dorsett. Look out! He's got great speed. Dorsett down the sideline. Stays inbound. Can you believe that? That was a heck of a throw by Troy Aikman. Everyone had to do it. Someone had to call it. But the other guys had to make it go. It's Elliott. Elliott! For the touchdown, no flags, Cowboys lead. Des Bryant out of the witness protection program and trying for the end zone. How about them Cowboys? Touchdown, Dallas. Now your host, Jono, Steve-O, and Rodney. What the Cowboys? Welcome, welcome, Cowboy fans, to another big show, our season opener here for the Dallas Cowboys podcast, cowboyspodcast.com. And I tell you what, I got my old crew with me. Uh, I got Rodney. I got What's Steve. Up? How the hell are you guys? And hey. I'm Jono, by the way. Hey, Jono. I'm, I'm, I'm glad we're back. I know you guys been under some uh, construction here at Lineup Media, which kind of shut us we, down. We've been doing a lot of work Right. Here. And with, uh, I know it's been tough to get studio time with the, the red-hot St. Louis Cardinals and our St. Louis Blues having such a big year. What that, a big year it was. That we've had some hard time getting in the studios. But I am glad that we are back you know, you Even put though it together. A, yeah, and you a, said, "Hey, let's get, let's get the band back together." And I, I was like, "You know what? We've got Travis, uh, Travis Johnson. We got Barry Gibson. These guys are going to be doing a lot of Cowboys podcast shows, and uh, they're the, we're we're going to try to get them, formulate them with uh, us, but." I think it's good that uh, you said, let's put it together. Yeah, a little bit newer of a format for us. So, But it's one of those things where I know, I know there was some logistical issues for us all getting in here together. So we apologize for missing, uh, really, I think it was January was our last show. So we missed a little bit Has with the draft. Yeah, it's been that long. Yeah. And then preseason, which we normally do. Yeah. But and now we'll get back at it because, you know. Well, heck, and, and we all I, want to be on a Super Bowl winning team. And I tell you what, Steve, there were a lot of people that were messaging and saying, well, hey, where the hell are you guys? We love the fan base show here. And you know what? Maybe we're like uh, Zeke. We took some time off, but boom, we're right back in action again. Have to get right back at it. Give them what they want. We wanted Zeke. They want our show. Let's give it to them. Well, but I want money for in our show. Did we get that? I haven't seen any yet. Now, I know we got a free meal today. <laughs> we had the meal. We, we had so a $5. I'm not. It wasn't $5. It was like you 7 prick. bucks. It was No, it wasn't. It was a, a $9.99, one of those cheese with oh, inside yeah, he did. the crust. He got the extra crusty cheese. Yeah, that, that I thought about you bad. guys. My and bad. that doubles the price? Why well, I, I thought maybe it's five dollars each for you both or, you guys to do the show. I guess, or maybe <laughs> you're trying to get us another sponsor. We had Pizza Hut for, at one time. We talked to Papa John's. Um, we didn't. We didn't really like that guy's uh, pitch. So now we're on the Little Caesars. We're looking for them. Little as a, Caesar. I tell you what, they have that pizza, man. That I don't. They're not. They're not. They're not that big. But every time you want a good pizza, it's Little Caesars to me. I, I mean, what the hell. Fresh and ready. But if you Hot, got a Pizza Hut buddy, I, I'll I'll change format right from the get go. He's gone from Pizza. The Hut. hell with Pizza Hut then, because pizza I like Hut's, Caesar. We're off of Pizza Hut. He's no longer with Pizza Hut. He's no longer with Pizza Hut. Okay, right. he is doing something else, which 
when I go down there in October, when they play the cheese right. whiz, mm-hmm. I'm going to go down for that game. I'm going to have a little um, – I think I'm having a little dinner with some Cowboys brass there at uh, the old Cowboys well, Club. Uh, work at work at Bay. Yeah, we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna get us some. I think we're taking it to the next uh, next level. Maybe Vanderpump Rules will come on and do a spot with us. Uh, we're gonna, still calling them that. It, it it didn't translate to anything. Well, after yesterday's <laughs> after yesterday's but game, you, you've been on this kick for over a year now, and uh, yeah. no one's. Picked up the van. It's not like that last one that you did that you almost started a riot. <laughs> we need a board operator with those sound effects. You know, wah, wah, wah. Yeah, Every actually, time he tries hit it, hit the yellow. Hit the yellow. Oh, he, do, he doesn't have that. Uh, do we okay. hit the yellow well, back? Yeah, don't worry about huh. it. Is that um, a nuclear code that yeah. I just inserted? Or? <laughs> no, you're good. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. But, Speaking uh, of nuclear code, so thank ahead. you for the pizza. Rodney wanted this specialty soda. So I stopped by, grabbed some sodies, yeah. and I got me a, a You Coca-Cola. call it sodies? I call it Coke. I, Everything's no, no, I call a Coke. it soda. But I actually do drink Coke, which is why I call it soda. So I got a Coke. I think it's the East Coast thing because we yes. used to call it Coke. Everything was Coke over there. Yeah. But you want a Coke? You get a Coke. Well, if you want a Coke, you can have a Sprite, too. Yeah. yeah I mean, but no, that's you, not you, what I get. I, I, want I want a Coke. I want a Coke. Uh, I get a Coke. I don't get a diet. I don't get a Coke-free. But he wanted the ski. Right, which is a local Southern Illinois. I mean, that's very exclusive, very hard to find uh-huh. outside of like a twenty-two mile radius. Rodney, I got a confession, bud. I drank a little bit of it without <laughs> you knowing. <laughs> well, hopefully, you took the lid off before you did. Thus, the straw. Why it was in it when I delivered? Wow. Yeah. Pretty pretty good, right? <laughs> it's it's it's, it's top notch. I've had pure it. cane sugar. I mean, you have to yes. tap it straight into that <laughs> to the bloodstream. All right, all right. Enough with the soda. Enough with the soda. Hey, it could be a sponsor too. You never know. Maybe. Why the hell not? They're, if local. they're local. Why why the hell not? Let's uh, jump on it. But let's jump on something that. Uh, uh, hey. We got Zeke back. Well, there was a lot of social media out there. I was one of those people. I got involved in it. And, uh, I mean, uh, Cowboy Nation was divided between two. Pay him. Don't pay him. And uh, it's obvious we needed to pay him because Pollard, as much as we wanted to make something out of this big gift that w- we said it was Pollard can fill in. Pollard, Pollard's just the right man. But Pollard ran the ball, and he did not run – efficiently like I thought he would. Uh, But, again, we got Zeke, and now I think the Cowboy Nation, social media, we should all blend together and become as one again, okay? I know, I know, they showed a nice stat yesterday. I got to ask you guys about this. He paid $140 million and over, I think 140 and some change, for the Dallas Cowboys. Back in 1989. He's paid these four players right now over $100. 80 million in salary and uh, guaranteed contracts and all this stuff. So, to me, I mean, how much of this uh, rainbow of money is going to fall on all these players, too? I like it. So does the rest of the Cowboy Nation. We got Zeke. Now, there's another guy out there who played his ass off yesterday and who made a very valid point that I need that money, too, and that's Dak, Dak Prescott. Well, to answer your question, he paid whatever it was, $145 million back in 1989 for the Dallas Cowboy franchise. That's our, our, our friend. I think, Jerry, if you're listening, remember us. Um, and now it's worth over $5 billion. I think the key point there is that if Jerry didn't have to abide by salary cap, 
he would pay these guys. No, I, I get it. Which is, you know, which I like as an owner. I like that guy. It's a Steinbrenner. Okay? It's a Steinbrenner, which is, you know, contrary to what we talk about with, I do that Cardinal podcast, and they are very much a, this is the value we place on this right. person, right. and we're not going to go beyond that. Right. And they don't have the salary cap. Right. I love the Jerry Joneses. I love the guy that says, I want to go out there and spend the money. Right. So he's in a little bit of a trick box because the salary cap. So now you got to fit in Dak Prescott and you got to be creative. Amari and Cooper. It. Amari right. Cooper. With him coming very, yeah. With you him know, right behind around the corner, too. Absolutely. Yeah. And then you have to have your offensive line guys and you got to have your defensive line guys. And, and how do you keep a team together? And my big point that I've always said. If I were to do a league and be president, I would actually do a league to penalize free agency. I would reward a team for drafting and developing talent and not count those guys against the salary cap. So whatever the salary cap is, what is it, $178 million or something goofy like that? If you just said, hey, our salary cap is $75 million for free agencies – right, for free agent players. But we're unlimited. Whatever you want to pay, if you draft a guy in the first round and you want to continue to pay him because you're making money, okay, and you say say Jerry Jones only wanted to make a couple million a year, not $200 million, right? Right. And he wanted to pay these guys since he drafted them. He should be able to. But all of a sudden, as a fan, we get penalized because here I'm going to go out and buy an Ezekiel Elliott jersey and he wants to be a cowboy, but he wants to get paid. And Jerry Jones is in a trick box because he can't give him the amount of money that he wants to give him right. and still remain competitive. So now Zeke's going to go to, and this is hypothetical, right? Now Zeke's going to end up in Tampa Bay, right? Now Zeke's going to end up in uh, Miami, right. right? And now all of a sudden, I'm no longer a fan or it hurts my fandom because he's had to move on because of salary cap. They need to do something in this next collective bargaining agreement either to address that, and that's a radical change, or they need to do something for these running backs who have a shelf life that is very limited compared to your cornerbacks, your quarterbacks, your receivers, your offense and defensive line, right? These guys play a long time. I mean, a quarterback in the NFL really isn't going – until his third or fourth year, you really don't know what you have. And then all of a sudden, they come up for their renewal of their rookie contract. Well, but, you know, but I'm going to wear a running back out. Right. I'm going to give him 330, well, not, 350, two, 400 touches. Not, not only that, Rodney, he brings up a good point. When we grew up, when we grew up, we had the Tony Dorsets on our wall. We had the Pete Roses on our wall. We had these type of players that worked with that team for years and years. Now, what Steve just emphasized right there, Steve brought up, hey, you know what? The NFL's losing these fans because as soon as these kids, they're not, uh, they're not showing loyalty. Uh, the, the, the team's not or the, or, or the players aren't. Now, he brought up a good point. This is how the NFL could say, hey, you know what? We're going to reward these people and show a little loyalty and show them that's what society's all about as well right well i think exactly what steve said about 
we grew up on certain players as kids. That's right. what drew us to teams. And once if that player leaves, it's almost heartbreaking a lot of times. Right. My, my my favorite player just went to this team, who is my rival now, or whatever the case is. And I think that's that's a byproduct of free agency in general. That's a byproduct of of the best running back, best quarterback, whoever it is, wanting to get paid as the best at his position. Um, that's always going to create these issues until they get, you know, Steve's. A new NFL collective bargaining agreement figured out, which that would be. Would you, I, I would love to sit down at the table and be a part of that, right. which I'm all for trying to create those, you know, those ideas and come up with those creative ways to keep players with teams because that's who we identify with. I grew up with Emmett, Michael Irvin, Troy Aikman, right? Those were the dy- that was the dynasty. I had that, you know, those guys for. I don't know, sorry, 10 years basically of my life as a kid. That's who I had. Of course. That's what made me a Cowboys fan today. And we lucked out because Aikman and Irvin both went out with injuries premature. Yeah. Towards the end of their career, but premature nonetheless. So we lucked out with them. But then you have Emmett going away to the Cardinals for a couple years. And the man did not want to leave. He didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave. He wanted to retire a Cowboy. Yeah, and he wasn't asking a lot either. He wasn't asking much. But you couldn't do it under the the guys of what they have in right in, uh, the you're, nfl you're damned, if you do, damned if you don't we as a fan we want our owners and teams to be able to spend the greatest amount of money however that could then create a real bad product as a whole for the nfl when not every team can spend the amount of money that dallas cowboys and jerry jones can i get it. that's no, the whole that, point of trying well, to keep it competitive well you're telling me that the Jacksonville Jaguars could spend the amount of money? They Jerry? get the same share from the TV revenue well, as t- in today's R- NFL. Right. Yes, yes. But yeah. if, you're, if there's no salary cap, then that. But but if Rodney, if uh, if you're spending that much, and if there is a tax on it, an NFL tax, some of that money will go to Jacksonville. Some of that money will go to teams like uh, the so Arizona. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, you know what? Okay, so you lost out on that player, but guess what? You just made $3.5 million in your Carnal organization or your Tampa Bay organization because of that as well. So I I think it can work out, but again, there's going to be lower teams that are going to be uh, bitching about it, of course, and I can see their point as well as a fan base. But as a a company, you're saying, you know what? I don't mind it. Uh, it could give me some money to work with so I can go out and get these players as well. Yeah, so, so what happens, and we know that the reason why the New England Patriots are six-time world champions with Tom Brady is because Tom Brady takes a discount to win. Right. When was the last time, and I don't know, I'm spouting off, when was the last time the highest you know, paid quarterback in the league won the Super Bowl championship? You know what, though? I, I got a little gripe, and it's what just happened with New England. I'm glad you brought them up, and yeah. that's Antonio Brown. I, I think with Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, a classy, old organization that's always one. I hate their guts, I got to admit. But you know what? They said, you know what, Antonio? You don't want to play for us. We'll let you go. And uh, the, the Raiders went out and got him. I think they paid the draft for him, too, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, fifth and seventh round, I believe. Okay, fifth and seventh round I just gave. Oakland now trying to rebuild. They got they got something going in Vegas. They, they're really excited about it. Antonio Brown, you're going to be the main focus of, of this team. Oh, the, something's wrong with my helmet. Cracker remark, this and that, and boom. You know what? You're no longer a Raider. Now, 
this is where this is where all the NFL owners should get together and say, you know what? We gotta make we gotta make a line here. We gotta make Collusion. a stand here. We gotta make a stand, and we can't get this guy. And we gotta make a situation uh, where other players don't do this type of crap. I, I what what do you mean the helmets this and the helmets that? This is what our goddamn helmet is. And then you turn around and uh, the part the expression, but an a hole such as him, and then he jump he jumps right onto the a hole's uh, mothership. Okay, the starship called uh, the New England Patriots. The mother of all a Mother of all a-holes <laughs> right. picks him up. Now, a couple of different things here. A, if that thing wasn't, if he probably wanted to go to New England the whole time, ended up getting traded to Oakland. I mean, that whole thing looked like a fiasco from the beginning. Like, Steve, how about set this? it up the whole way. How about this, Steve? What if New England, uh, let's play a little conspiracy. What if one of them said, don't open your mouth? That we talked you into this, but bitch about it. We're, we're gonna sign you. Make mm-hmm. it a hell on them. Yep. I mean, very, it could very, happen. Very possible. It could happen. Yeah. I'm sure there's there's no doubt in my mind. There's more. But to then that Antonio story. Brown's side would say, "Why yeah. did I apologize?" Then no. I, I went out and right. apologized Friday, and then they cut me on uh, su- Saturday or Sunday. I have a good source. <laughs> Shut up, you. That has ever. told me that Tom Brady actually got rid of his cell phone Saturday evening. Like his one that he was using and got a new cell phone. Threw it into the ocean? Threw it in. Yes, it yeah. fell out of his, his zipped-up jacket I, I heard in it. Boston Harbor, almost like the T. <laughs> I heard the person that took care of that also took care of Hillary Clinton's phone. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we may have something there. But, hey, let's uh, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's talk about the big uh, – Big season for the Dallas Cowboys, and what an opener it was. What an opener it was. Well, let me but, ask you, four, yeah, or five, ahead, four or five minutes into this this game, were you guys shitting yourselves with, like, what in the hell is going on? I mean, we we stall right out of the gate, and then all of a sudden you, you punt it down to them, and bing, bang, boom, 7 nothing, G-men. Well, I Go ahead, Rodney. Oh, sorry. I, I didn't mean to jump in front of you, John. I wasn't concerned. Um Oh wait a minute! What the hell's that? My my thing now is that a special call, Mister McFeely? My laptop now rings uh, with this new uh, uh, this laptop I got. It's it starts ringing. We'll what see the what hell's it is going on here. You, you have a you have a MacBook and you got an iPhone and one. All right, mo- all right, go ahead. Right. I don't want to hear you. He's, re- he's going to start ripping on me. Mergination, mergination, pollination. Uh, yeah, he's pollinating so all over the place. What I was going to say, I wasn't concerned. Now, obviously, you you never want to start a football game that way, but it's I I've seen it now with the less of an emphasis on the preseason for the past five ten years. More of your star players take fewer and fewer snaps through training camp, through the preseason. Your you know all of that stuff. So it was one. I kind of was like, let the first half play out. Obviously, if we're down twenty to nothing or forty, now that's a different story. But just because we came out a little goofy, I wasn't really worried because you just know that as a team, they don't have their feet underneath them yet. They had to kind of get hit a little bit. They had to you know make some passes, do this, do that, just to kind of get their feet wet, get moving. Uh, we moved the ball when we had it it wasn't but the first series is what he's talking yeah it's the first i get it yeah no so no but to answer your question no i wasn't ready to to shit all over myself i think is what you said now you know what i thought steve i thought hey you know what the g-men were working all preseason we were so tied up in the thinking about zeke that these guys had the war paint on 
and we're and and, and we weren't. We were moving that ball, and then suddenly we got to midfield, and we go, oh, no, not that pass now, Dak. You just threw it on. Okay, now we're off the field. And then all of a sudden their offense comes on, and their offense, I don't know why they didn't keep running it down our throat because uh, their offense was just plow driving. Saquon looked good. He looked damn good. He's legit. He's pretty good running back. What, but he'll hold out next year. Why? Why the Giants uh, disappeared from the running game and uh, went to the passing is beyond me because they were having their way with our linebackers. Yes, Jalen Smith, you look like a farm tool out there, my friend. I mean, you were getting plowed back, and uh, our uh, our defensive line. Hey, Collins, it, it, you got you got to clog that hole up. If you're not doing that, guess what? Uh, you're gonna. We're going to depend on our DBs to make the tackles, and I don't want the DBs to lead the team in tackles this year. If that shit happens, that means that we're doing pretty bad. Correct. Our DBs played outstanding. Our, our DBs looked damn good. Uh, what do you, what'd you guys rate our DBs? Absolutely. Well, absolutely. I, well I, I, wouldn't, I don't know if I would go outstanding just yet, only because we did give up 470 yards defense. Okay. So with the, they were now that is, that is still kind of part of their philosophy. It's the bend, but don't break mentality on defense. That's been the recurring theme for a few years now. Technically we did do that. I got an alibi for that after you're done. Absolutely. We, you know, that we did allow a lot of yards, but generally speaking, we did really, we, we stopped them. We made them kick a field goal here, kick a field goal there. You know, obviously they did score one of those late touchdowns, but you know, uh, by and large, they just, I wasn't real happy with the way that we just allowed New York to move the ball. Now we did force two, two turnovers, which was good. That makes a huge difference because it might be a totally different ball game if, if the Giants one turnover didn't, didn't mean a damn thing. It was that the QB they brought in the last three right, minutes right, of at game. the end. Yeah, All right. but you know, if one of those goes the other way, then the game's a little closer. We might have a totally different outlook on this. So we did. Now I was never, even though the Giants moved the ball, I was never really thinking to myself like, "Man, we're in trouble." I just I never genuinely felt that during the game. However, I was still sitting there thinking to myself like. You know, New York does not look like that good of a team, and they're kind of moving the ball on us a little bit. That that was the part that was the most concerning part of the game yesterday for me. I I think all the passes that you're talking about that you guys brought up all these yards were in the middle within the five to seven yard radius, and these were turned into another six seven yards. On yeah, they did not beat our DBs behind our DBs. No. Uh, they did our linebackers. It our linebackers yeah. were constantly getting abused, and I think we got to look into that. And you can see with Evan Ingram having 11 catches for 100 and what was it, 50 yards or something like that. 158. 158 yards, Evan Ingram. And they were targeting. Obviously, he's going to be a guy that's very hot on the waiver wire if he's already not picked up in fantasy uh, that people are going to go out at, you know, try to grab this kid. I mean, he looked really good, and he's working that middle of the field uh, on your linebackers. He's looking for those matchups, and they were able to get those. But I agree, Rodney. It's still on the bend, don't break. But you still would like to see defensively a little bit better performance uh, you know, 470 yards is a lot to give up, but you also attribute that to being up 35 to 10. A lot of some of time. That. I mean, it was. I think yeah. we had 22 minutes possession in the first half. It was ridiculous, and then to only end up with 33 or something like that, 32, 33 is. But you, how much? We kind of shut it down. How much though do you credit 
just sloppy play by the Giants because uh, there were a lot of penalties, and there were a couple penalties that we could have been called, and we will be called because you can't tackle a wide out like uh, in the end zone. You can't do it. They'll call that. Uh, yeah. And uh, yesterday they didn't call that. All right. So there were a lot of stuff that happened behind the scenes that favored us in the game. And there were a lot of yellow flags, a lot of cloth being thrown against the Giants. And I get it. It's part of the game and all that. But you know what, folks? We can't depend on that all the time. And uh, we we need to stiffen up. And and I don't mean to be a negative I, by any means because we played a great game. But the guys did bring up, uh, Steve-O and Rodney just brought up, 470 yards. It's 470 yards any way you look at it. I mean, there's nothing you could sugarcoat that. That's going to come back and haunt you if, we, if we're taking on a Drew Brees, which we are in week four, that I think that uh, if we have something like that, what the hell can Drew Brees do? If, if Eli Manning uh, got 470 yards, and I'm not saying Eli did that, but I'm just saying if no, a it, giant team – it's a very valid point. If we're playing Drew Brees, we're playing Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, whoever, we don't want to ha- we don't want to leave it up to our defense. Our offensively, we scored 35 points. We saw all we really wanted to see out of our offense yesterday. What you don't want to do, it- it'll happen, but generally speaking, you want to avoid being in a shootout where you're scoring at will, but you're also giving it up at will. Why? Because if Drew Brees has the ball with a minute and a half left, how do you feel about that? With the, not with the, good. Not good, right? Or or Aaron Rodgers or whoever. You, you just you want your if you want to be a championship Super Bowl contending team, you've got to do it on both sides of the ball. I couldn't agree with you more, Steve. Uh, add to uh, that? No, absolutely. I mean, he's a hundred percent correct. You got to have that. Uh, mentality going in and and you got to clean some things up um but i want to go back to your penalty statement uh the big thing that rodney could you look that up too uh on the how many penalties uh while steve was giving us that uh, yeah we had we had six for 47 and and what about them eight for 70 okay did I hear, and maybe it's me just kind of being a little bit behind the times on something, I, and, I, and I had heard rumors, but I never really kind of even thought about this. Are the coaches able to challenge now on pass interference? Wasn't that crazy? Wasn't that cra- they talked I, about it, and I was a little confused myself. I'm not real sure, fellas, to be honest with you. I, I think what? you can. So, are, I, I, Great call. I mean, that's one of the things that all of a sudden you're changing football. Okay, you're saying now that, hey, if there's a hold on every – and I think it has to be more blatant um, than what we saw yesterday on a couple of things. That's horseshit, though. It is. It it should be uh, the ref's decision on that. Then In baseball, then, why don't we just have the umpire just not even be there and call uh, strikes and balls uh, from the computer? Right. They're going to that. (laughs) That's what we're going to. They already are in the minor leagues. Yeah, they've already tested it. Yeah, they're going to that. Uh, eventually we're going to get rid of all umpires everywhere, and I think it's just going to be the cameras on everybody, on every player. That's horseshit. It really is. And uh, when he threw the red flag out there, and by the way, what the hell is Heath doing? I mean, even he could screw up a one-car parade. He he went up in the air, and he bats it down. Thank God another DB of ours puts his hand up because that was going right like a little uh, biscuit going into the basket was, there. Yeah, I think it was going right into Ingram's hands. <laughs> I mean, he, he can't even do anything right when he's trying to do something right. 
it, so there is your philosophy yeah. on the old Hail Mary because it used to be go up and catch the ball. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that got to the point where there were too many people missing the ball and you got it you got touchdowns. And now the big thing is we'll just knock it down. Well, yeah. if I'm a guy, if I'm practicing in that, I'm running two trailers underneath the plate right. looking for the guy slapping the yeah. ball down. And they did this time. They were like, they I'm gonna wait till Heath bats this right down in my hand. And thank God we had another D B that goes, Ah, nah, I gotta stop this. Anyway, that's a very valid point. That's a very valid point, and I, I don't know how the NFL came up with this, and I'm not for it. Don't I don't it. think the fans are for it. I, I And what the hell are you doing, Aikman? Shut up in the booth. Well, you and Buck, I mean, honest to God. He's saying, I think he should throw the uh, red flag on this one. I'm like, snap the ball. Shut up, Aikman. Because he does it all the time. He's an analyst. He's got to be non-partial. Why does, he does it all the That's time what, against us, though, man. I don't know. You, hey, Troy, guess what? There's another cowboy pod, uh, There's another pod, What am I saying? Pocket. There's another broadcaster out there named Tony Romo. He gives it straight from the hip what he thinks, and he's not worried. He's not. Uh, uh, he doesn't feel that his job's jeopardized by uh, him calling anything against the Cowboys or anything like that. I I, I think in in Troy's case, man, he just goes out a little extra umph, another little funk level that he likes to bring up against the Cowboys. I don't know so what it that's is. That's his coaching from Joe Buck. We've seen it for years around I here see in that St. Too. Louis. You're right. Where he has to be so politically correct when he's calling a St. Louis Cardinal baseball game that it sounds like he's anti-Cardinals. I and think it's the Buck same thing told with, him that on yeah. his first show that he ever did with him. First game, he said, by the way, talk bad about the Cowboys right. and everybody will love, love you, you everywhere yeah. else. 90% of the country will love you. You'll only be hated by 10% of the Cowboy fans out there, right? Well, the 10% is much more because the Dallas Cowboy fan base is much higher. And you know what? You New England Patriot fans are like the Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. You're Jam Brady. You can win as many Super Bowls as you want out there, my friends. But you know what? The love comes back to the Cowboys. We're the beautiful team. We're You're the stepchild that's always winning Super Bowls. And yeah, your fan base sucks. Your people. You can't understand them. They got goofy yeah, accents. Yeah, And then you pick up a-holes from uh, just nomads that can't even get on a team. And you're paying them $15 million. So be it. But the Cowboys will be here. We could have a mediocrity season, but guess what? We'll still be here. We're not going to have a mediocre season. We're not. We're not. We're not. And this we're is our best. Go- this is our best team yet. Well, I love our receiving core. Can you name me a better triplet receiving core out there? Hey, can you name me How a about- better one in Cowboys history? Cowboys history. You're right, Steve. I mean, he just brought up something good, Rodney. Who do we have it's from the past? I mean, I mean I'm mean, i from the old school of 70s, and right. I had Drew Pearson, I had Preston Pearson, and I had Tony Hill. Right. Well, I mean, but for that's me, not it was, that. It was Michael Irvin and Alvin Harper, one, two. Well, Who would you have as a third one? You had that little guy. We had that little guy in there. Uh, what, he was our punt returner, too. Recently? Cole Beasley? No, no, no. Uh, back, back, no back in, in the back day. in those days. Uh, uh, what the hell was uh, his name? If you guys are out there, please message me. On that one. But, uh, yeah, he was our punt returner, too. But in any case, Steve-O made a great point. 
where the where the hell have we had a three headed monster like this? And and Gallup, I'm really coming out to see what, what a yeah. beautiful name yeah. that is yeah. for a wideout too. Yeah. Gallup, and then, and then Cobb coming over from the cheese. Cobb wheels. just gives that up. But Amari Cooper getting targeted, time in time out down the field. Dak's passing looked great. It, it looked, looked crisp. On. It looked crisp. He looked decisive. The only thing I didn't like about Dak's game is when what? he scrambled out of the pocket a couple of times, he didn't protect himself as much as I would like to see. You're just I'd saying like on see, the protection. Yes, I'd like to yeah. see him get down a little bit earlier. I'd like to see him get rid of that mentality of – you know, we don't want let's you to take hurt, a Dak. little bit of a we hit. We don't want no. you. No, let's no. get down. Let's be safe. We um, want you to entire season playoffs and Super Bowl. Right, but I loved it, and and, and you got to talk about if we're going to talk about the the receiving core, which all of a sudden, hey, where's you didn't even say Tavon Austin in there, which is a threat. You didn't see our our magic man Witten coming back. Well, that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, oh, by the way, I got Cooper covered. I got Gallup covered. I got Cobb covered. Guess who's not covered? Our old guy there that's part of AARP uh, commercial, he's not covered. And, and he's, he's going to make you pay for it. And he still falls like a tree. Oh, I'm telling you right now, man. It's great seeing him. And he looked happy. He oh, looked he happy. Looked excited wow. to be back. He, he looked like he belongs down there playing. When he was up on the booth, Jesus Christ. The whole game, it could be the Cleveland Browns playing the Miami Dolphins. You could hear him. All he talked about was the Dallas Cowboys. The guy missed it. Yeah. The guy wanted back. This is his last hurrah. I think it's going to be a special one. And watch this guy just get some records because of these three, this three-legged monster that we have. Three, four. If there's so um, many there, there's so many weapons. And um, the, the thing about it is, is we already knew, we already know what Amari Cooper's deep threat capability is. Now, if Gallup continues to develop, I mean, you add him to the mix. Now you have two deep threats. Cobb, he's getting a little bit older. He's still he didn't a, show it. He's no, a veteran. But, no, hold on. Let, oh, me, let me finish. I'm not going to let you finish. Still a deep threat. So all, all the only point I'm trying to make is, even though yes, he still he is a deep threat. That's just that's three deep threats that we have now, and then you have Cobb, who is a veteran, crafty enough. He can work the middle of the field all day long. That's what he did in Green Bay. He worked the middle of the field, and you add in again the old guy Jason Witten. But then Jarwin looked damn good yesterday too. Yeah, yeah we didn't talk about Jarwin. He's athletic as it comes. Isn't yeah. He hit four receivers, four different receivers for a touchdown yesterday. You know what that means to me? That means I'm not targeting you. I'm not keeping my eye on you, radaring you. I'm not. Keep, I'm going all over. This is a potpourri of receivers that I have, and I'm using everything I got, which is Dak vintage right now because we never seen this. We and, never seen this. And I would actually, if the other team wanted to try to take away someone, go ahead. I yeah, take away Cooper from us. Yeah, for the go, ahead. Game, go ahead. That's fine. Then we have You're everyone so right. else, and they, yeah. that'll be wide open, and they'll just tear you to shreds. Yeah. yeah. Right, and I like the way they're catching balls. They're catching it with their hands. They're being strong with their hands, unlike that uh, kid last night, Moncrief for the Steelers, who had two balls ripped out of him in crucial situations. Uh, don't bring up mediocrity. But, but that's what I'm saying. These guys are catching the ball right. Dak's delivering it. Boom, boom, boom. Right. I mean, crisp, decisive. He's going through his reads. There was a couple times where he is on a second or third read, and, I mean, it was Steve-o, on him. You might have been a little kid past your time. You might have been a little kid like me, but 
don't these receivers have a kind of a reflection of the old San Diego Chargers when the, the damn bounce Air Coriel days? Yes. Ooh. Yes, you're looking at these guys that are going up. They're, they they don't mind going in the middle either. I mean, Dak's throwing some dangerous passes. Now, folks, if you're a Des fan, I got to tell you, Des wouldn't go in there like that. These guys are head first. They, they don't give a shit. They're making these plays happen. I mean, he's throwing passes in the middle. They're getting it. You're having receivers that are working really good with this QB. I think they're working great together. It's been unbelievable. But that goes into the next thing. He shredded them. He shredded them because his offensive line. What a protection. Is back, and they're the best in the biz like they were two years ago. And, 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 and granted, we had some injuries last year. We had to take a little step back. But now, all of a sudden, your offensive line is healthy, and the pockets that he had and the time he had. Rodney, he had over four and a half seconds on one. Five yeah, seconds on all another. Day, all I day. mean, he, he – he has his anchor back. Travis Frederick is back. Like, and I knock that's on, all he, knock that's on all Rodney was talking about was tra- uh, Travis Frederick. And really, before we got in here, I was like, I was so happy to see him back and healthy. And God, I I hope that whatever issue he was ha- is legitimately taken care of, and it's something that he can put behind him because. You know, sorry, I'm I'm an old school football guy. It, it starts with the center, and you build out from there. He's the anchor of that offensive line. He's the quarterback of the offensive line. He's making the calls. He's the guy that puts all the other guys around him in the right position so that Dak has all day to throw. Well, you know what? We did win thirty-five to seventeen, and I got a question. The last and the game seven wasn't points. that close. Yeah, no, no. It, it, this was uh, this was supposed to be maybe. A 35 to three type of ball game. The way that our boys were playing, they were outstanding. Uh, again, uh, if I'm rating it, offensive line A plus. Uh, Zeke looked a little green, a little green. He wasn't the same uh, Zeke, but again, he I mean, didn't get that burst to the second level. It looked, but he always got call. like the five yards, and he would get hit and fall for like another couple. It was it was actually impressive. The only thing who was missing that last night, and that was Pittsburgh. They can't get a third down and one. Right here's our guy. He falls forward. He gets two. So the only thing that we're missing from this is the old school where you come out on first down and you just run it and there's six yards. You run it on second down and there's another six. And then you run it on uh, first down again, you get another four. And all of a sudden, I would that's that old school mentality. We're going to see it sometime this year when they start respecting this receiver core and stop filling that box up with eight guys – nine guys, all of a sudden you're going to have Ezekiel Elliott just running crazy. That's why I like this so much, this team, is because when you have an offensive line and you got a running back and you got a quarterback that can run and throw and you got three top-notch receivers, a couple of good tight ends, you tell me what you're going to do. You tell me it's from a defensive line or from a defensive scheme what you're going to do. Because, listen, in years past, if you didn't have the quarterback that could deliver the ball or you only had one or two receiver outlets and maybe a tight end and not a top-notch running back, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are the Redskins this, doing right now? Are they sitting right, in the room? What are they going They're are they shitting about? right now. And yeah. then couple this with Kellen Moore as your new OC oh. with the plays he's calling and he's thinking of it from how you dissect a defense. You know what? 
Let's not let's not overlook. Uh, I, by the way, one hundred percent props to him. And I gotta tell you, whatever Kitna did, whatever John Kitna did as the quarterback coach, it's been really noticeable out there on the field. We're not seeing just five yard fucking pat. Oh, sorry about the language there. Five yard passes out there that are in the middle, or he's scared, or Checking anything. down yeah. before you go through your read progression, no, which we've no, seen. No, 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 This guy has made him clear, made it clear, we're throwing the ball this year. We're throwing the ball, and Kel- uh, Kellen Moore and Kitna have both sat down together and go, this is the chemistry we're going to use. And so far, Dak has looked outstanding. This is MVP quality right here. This is MVP quality. What... He's thrown over 400 yards, and every wideout right now, every receiver, anyone going out knows that they can make a play happen because he's not targeting one guy. Right. Keeps everybody happy. And we've moved Keeps everybody now, engaged. We've moved, as you've seen this NFL, move into these guys that actually can run and they can pass. You've seen it with Mahomes. You're seeing it with Lamar Jackson. I don't think our guy runs, though. Let's be honest with he, you. But he can. But he can, but I don't want him doing but that. But here's the deal. The threat is what is the most important thing because these guys have that ability. Right. And they still, because of that, you have to respect that pocket. And you can't do those goofy stunts that give him an outside lane to get out around the edge where all of a sudden you're in man-to-man and this guy's going to gash you for, you know, 22, 24, 30 yards before anybody sees him. That's the most important thing is the threat that he can do it, that athleticism that you don't, you know, get from everyday quarterbacks. Troy Aikman couldn't do that. We got to stand here. Third down efficiency. The Giants were two out of 11. Unbelievable. But this is what gets me. We're six out of 10. But the six out of 10, forget that 10, because two of them were, were, was with the other team being uh, with our offense. Oh, it yeah. wasn't with Dak. So, yeah. so I'm saying six out of eight could have been third down yeah. conversions. That's amazing. It's, it's huge. It's That's amazing. Huge. Six out of eight. I'm going to credit our Cowboys. I didn't even see a damn punt team, to be honest with you. I, I think the last four came when we were just blowing them off the – off the line and all that, so we we didn't and, care anymore. Right, and that's disappointing because we I think we got into that uh, you know late in the third quarter, fourth quarter, and the game got boring, you know, for us. It was you didn't see the hey continue on, which is one of those things. Kudos to them; they were able to save some guys, um, not get them all, you know, crushed. You know, a, a goofy injury. You know, somebody going out with a a hammy or a knee tweak or a high ankle sprain you, that you, you're going to lose. So. You know what though, this was co- counter to what you've always said. You watched the Dallas Cowboys before, and you knew that they were going to run first down. Yes, they were going to um, possibly run something or whatever. But you knew that first play was always going to be a run. No longer. No longer, I think, with Kellen Moore uh, changing it up here and getting the vote of confidence from Kitna saying that, oh, my guy's ready. My guy And from Jason field. Garrett saying, you call it. Well, I, I think Jason Garrett is, sits back and uh, he overlooks the whole project. But I, I think these two have really, with Kellen Moore, 
I couldn't be any happier now with you, my friend. And uh, before I was like, why the hell did we get Kellen Moore? But I'm gonna re- I'm gonna re- eat my words. I'm gonna I'm gonna say, you know what? From what I see, you're making this guy. You're showing his full potential right now. Well, I know he's not going to get a uh, razor blade commercial anytime soon because he looks like he's about 12 years old. But, man, was he having fun calling those plays. And when they worked, I mean, it was it was a thing of beauty, man. I, I, I don't think there's a whole lot that we can knock from – yesterday other than maybe the opening drive of theirs and our opening drive and then you know I, having garbage time I, at the I, end. I, I gotta say uh, I need more more production right now out of these linebackers I, I think the linebackers were only ones that stood out to me as being uh somewhat you know not there now I mean they're not uh, the, you know Jalen Smith he likes to hand tackle. He likes to arm tackle. He, he's not. He's not like the Vander Esch that likes to get get a shoulder in there. But it seems like uh, Jalen likes to move and weave uh, with his arms a lot. And that's not. I, I'm telling you, that's uh, that's not the way to go about it. Sometimes, and uh, I think uh, uh, the Giants exposed that. But again, the Giants do have one, arguably one of the best backs in football right now, and. Uh, that may have played a role in it too. But in any case, if we're moving to that next step and we're looking to win the NFC, not just the East, it doesn't end on the East. The East doesn't matter to us anymore. The NFC East is nothing. We have to win the NFC and we have to control our own destiny by having home field advantage. You, you guys were outstanding last night. You guys were, I mean, uh, the way the fans were into 90, it. 90,000 plus people there. I mean, it's, it was just, uh, it was, and, and you see that, you see that quarterback, he just takes a, he, he gives that ugly look on his face. At, uh, anyway, uh, well, we are now. Let's move on to the schedule. Let's, let's look move at on it. to the schedule. I, mean, I think we'll win week one. Week one, I agree. What about you, Rodney? Going out of limb, Steve-O. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. That is at uh, Washington, by Although, the way. You know, it is on the road. First road test. They okay. did actually. They were. Hold on. No, week one. I, I, I saw what you were doing okay. there. I don't know if John. Now, week did. two. I, I thought it was like week one continue. Okay. okay. Week one, we so got anyway, smart ass. Now, back to reality. Uh, first road test. We'll find out. I know, and I know that Philadelphia ended up winning that game, but the Redskins took it to them in the first half yesterday. So, you know, don't take anything for granted. Well, even I, a horse race here, Rodney. Uh, long shots uh, winning the first uh, turnaround. But uh, down the stretch, uh, they blow it absolutely. all the time. And I think the Redskins will blow it again here. Uh, what, what do you guys call on, on this one? The Redskins lose? No, I would say we're going to win. I was. Just... I said the Redskins lose. Oh, correct. So, yeah, yes. Cowboys, so Cowboys, win. Yes. Cowboys win. Cowboys win. All right. And obviously Miami's in a in a burn. What the hell happened to them yesterday? <laughs> and then I was burn. reading an article today about the players are already asking for trades and all Jesus kinds of stuff. Christ. It's a mess. Yeah. I'm looking at this a big time win. If you guys are playing your bookie or Las Vegas, uh, jump on this one because I think the Cowboys destroyed the hell out of the Dolphins. And here's our true test. New Orleans Saints, but again, it's a New Orleans Saints that the, these Cowboys have beaten before, and they're very confident because, you know what, they feel that they can play with these guys. They've beaten them when they're, the Saints have been unbeaten, one. And two, even last year or the year before, the Cowboys beat Last year we beat them. And Drew Brees is getting older. Yeah. 
Okay, and they've you know they're not they're not the Saints of three years ago. Okay, okay. I, I so, got I. What do you guys got? Well, I, I'm not losing a game all year. I, I'm not and fucking 0. losing anything. Either. Sixteen and zero. I'm beating the Packers. What are you beating the Packers? Aaron Rodgers looks like crap, man. I seen him against the Bears, and uh, you get that front four any pressure on him. He's not. He's got to get out of pocket. I think with our de- defensive ends, they won't allow him out of the pocket. We are a fast defensive team right now, and I don't see him doing anything productive against us. I got us beating the Packers. What about you guys? Yep. All yes. day. Jets. All day. Jets and, we're not, like and I crap. will be at that game. The Jets game? No, the Packers game. The Packers game. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to be there. Our friend Chris Hill, he's going to be at the Jets game. Well, I'm sure he is. Yeah. Uh, so we got the Jets following the Packers on uh, what is that? That's October 13th. What do you guys got on this one? Uh, Chris Hill's going to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. Jets lose. Jets yep. lose, and uh, Jets lose uh, in a good way here. And uh, then we got our team that uh, we abused twice last year, uh, yeah. the Philadelphia Eagles. And the Eagles uh, so Carson, still getting respect over our Cowboys. I don't know how the hell this is happening. Well, Carson Wentz has a, has a health issue from, like, staying healthy. Okay? So you're – Dude, he could pull out his – he could pull his back when he sneezed. This guy is horrible. Right. I mean, with the hurt situation. But uh, that's going to be a test. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, that's a test right there. Week seven, Eagles at home. You got you to handle your business, and you can't be looking. I know you hate this, but you can't be looking at, oh, we're going into our bye week, and you just look by them. You've got to finish your, your business off before you go on vacation. Right. Handle your business, and you got to take care of that at home. You only get to play them twice. That's who we're going to be fighting for the division for, right, is what we would all assume. You, you know, you're absolutely right. you got to take care of that one. Fellas, I, I'm going to go down, then you guys go down. Uh, so I, I, got, I got a win at the Eagles. Uh, uh, Giants, I think by week uh, nine, they're depleted anyway, so they're, they're history. The Vikings, I'm not banking on Kirk Cousins taking these guys anywhere. I, I just think that they're, they're a mediocrity type of team. I, I, I got to win here. Right now, look at this. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I'm nine and oh. Then I play a Lions team that was beating the Cardinals yesterday. Then that five foot two. Uh, quarterback Munchkin, we'll call him. Yep. Yeah. Or if, or like you like to Oompa. say, the Oompa Loompa, Oompa Loompa, and uh, Oompa Loompa came back and beat these guys. So no respect here. I, I got a W there. Can you believe Here's that guy's true the, test? That guy is the first guy to be I, drafted. I, know, I don't even really want to talk about it. it NFL it, and yeah, what, what, NBA you know first what? round. Well, that that's 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 them. I don't think <laughs> we would have done it. He's, he's a hell of an athlete. This is our true test here. And it's going to be November 24th. This is going to be the team that could stand in the way of this perfect season. And that's the reigning Super Bowl champion, the New England Patriots, other known as A-holes of the whole NFL. And I think for once, you're going to have the entire NFL fan base You're going to be cheering us on, except for New England. And what's with those colonists or those Minutemen in the end zone? They they got know. they got the rifles. I mean, they're intimidating. I tell you, I think we ought to put them away. <laughs> Can we do that legally? I, I you can't have a gun. <laughs> they they have guns. A, they have rifles on the football a, field. A musket. 
a musket. It's still dangerous, goddammit, Rodney. <laughs> and one has one of those uh, inflatable, those needles that you take air out of footballs with. All right. All I right. Do know so that. What, what do we have here? I got, I, 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 I don't want to even. We guys, I, let's I'm be honest. Calling, we can't win a them draw. all. We can't win them all. Okay? all right, I, that's why I'm calling it a draw. So what will probably happen is we'll like we'll beat the Patriots, but then we'll lose to the Jets or Bills. That's usually how the world kind of works sometimes. Well, right? we already played the Jets. My, no, my point is we can't go. We're not going 16 and out. Right. Did I just get fired? <laughs> no, you didn't get fired, but uh, you're, you're not welcome you're, back, though. <laughs> you're not getting a piece of that Caesar's pizza anymore. I tell you that. Uh, I yeah, I'm gonna call that a draw. A draw. Yeah, it'll go down as a tie. Uh, then we have the Buffalo Bills, and I don't see a problem there. The Buffalo Bills are what they are. The Buffalo Bills. The but Bears have a great will, defense. Hold on, that'll be Cole Beasley's welcome home. Yeah, but are you concerned you know, about that? I know. Beasley's not, not the, the type of guy that's going to be a, a ranting raven. That oh, this is my team. I'm going to beat them now. Uh, who cares? He he just wanted the paycheck, and God bless him. He got it at Buffalo, and that you know what? I was all part of uh, Beasley getting his paycheck, but I'm I gotta have my money for these guys here. I 180 million for four players? Are you kidding me, Beasley? I couldn't even fit you as a, my ball boy right now. Uh, <laughs> He couldn't even be at Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. And then we have the Bears. Bears have an outstanding defense. This will be a true test. On but the road in December in Chicago. It's going to be cold. It's going to be uh, the black and blue division. But I, I, you know what? I still got my Cowboys. And I got the Cowboys winning here 13-0. to uh, Then I got the Rams. <laughs> I say global warming hits us and we're fine there. It's going to be mid-40s. Uh, what, what's this one uh, at the Rams? Is this re- at or is this That's at, at home? home. That's, That's at home. home. And you know what? It, keep it away from Heath. At the, uh, some, something I think Heath will do to cause this game here, but I'm going to call this a draw. I'm going to call this two ties. A tie. Uh, the Eagles uh, definitely win. Now, the Eagles are uh, now injured. Uh, Wentz uh, is, uh, is, is in a full body cast at this time. And then we have the Redskins. And of course, this is going to be a W. So I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 14 10. 14 0 and 2. 14 0 and 2 is what I got here. I think it's legit, boys. Scientific. I love it. I love I, it. I mean, I did, I Look, did all the not, breakdowns here. I've, there's hey. there's not anything on the schedule that makes me think we're it's oh, that's a that's a loss not not by any means not hey. at all first and foremost we're already a step ahead because last year when we went through this Jono had us at like 15 <laughs> one and one he had us playing 17 games because he gave right. us a win on the bye week yeah we don't get a win on the bye week this year Jono all bullshit no we should we should <laughs> it's always a win I think he had look at his sheet he has a W on the bye week. <laughs> Do put it in now, Weasel. There, there's a W. That, now, we, what am I? We won the bye week too, so that d- defers those two Ds I put up. So now we're sixteen and zero. Uh, do you guys agree? Kind of. I mean, this is the, what magical season we're going to have here. So after one week, we looked pretty good. <laughs> after one, week. I got to be honest with you, we looked really good. I get it. I mean, Giants so aren't that spectacular. On. I get it. I Go think ahead. The, I think the Patriots looked really good last night. Uh, that surprised me. I think not that they won, and I think they, they're going to they get. Just I think it. they get better this afternoon. Yeah, and I think that the Kansas City Chiefs look good earlier in the day. Okay, right. um, I'm interested to see how Drew Brees and the Saints look tonight. 
I thought that uh, Chicago and and Green Bay that are going to be fighting for that the black and blue division. I think they looked awfully pedestrian. Yeah, they look like a preseason team. It did. It it and 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 that's going back to Rodney yeah, Strong, where I those guys don't play lot. a whole lot. I don't take a whole lot until we get to that third, fourth week. Like that's I, where I want to see. Rodney, you were seeing teams, teams scoring forty points, thirty points a game. These two yeah. look stifled. Well, that's I, also because there's very little tackling done in the preseason or the OTAs. Right. Like, but we, I think we would all agree all right. that tackling has gotten worse in the NFL over the last five years. I think Baltimore looked good. They played Miami. They played Miami, but they looked good. Um, I was not impressed with the way the Rams looked. I was not impressed. I was impressed with Christian McCaffrey. Was not impressed oh my with. God. Was he good? He, oh yeah, was he's he, good. He, he's, he's a solid. pretty good player. Uh, not impressed. Whoever with thought a little Carolina. white guy could run the ball like that? I mean, honest to God, this guy is. Uh, he runs bigger than he is. He runs. He catches. He does it all. He does it all. So. From, and, I, and I think that the Eagles in the second half, I thought they looked pretty good. And Deshaun Jackson is going to be another guy that's going to be picked up on the waiver wire a lot, along with that T.J. Hawkins sock or whatever from uh, Detroit, the tight end. He looked pretty good. But all in all, I think our Cowboys were up there in the, in the top echelon, in the, the top – quarter of the teams you know that you know so they're there they have right. an opportunity the way they looked after week one you've got to say that they're one of the teams that you have to favorite and especially when you're looking at the nfc because it was the patriots the chiefs baltimore maybe a second half you know eagles but all in all i think they looked cowboys all the way all the way yeah i like the way There's, they look no, nope. we'll reassess next week and the week after that and the week after that. We'll do this every week. But everything that I saw yesterday was remarkably encouraging, and I can't wait to see kind of how the rest of the season is going to play out. Like, I'm ready to get after it. Well, uh, I hope to keep doing this. And, uh, hey, we got a sponsor on this show. Uh, we got uh, Avenue CBD. Avenue CBD. You can find them at – uh, AVECBD.com. They're located in Melrose Avenue in LA. Uh, they're sponsors of the show. They love the show and uh, they'd love for you guys to get on their site. If you guys uh, uh, get on their site right now, go to whatever you, uh, whatever product you're looking for there. Uh, you, you'll have their phone number and all that. If, or, if you're having problems sleeping, if you're having soreness, if you're having all sorts of different type of problems, well, you know what? CBD does help, my friends, and uh, you go to AVECBD.com. Their phone number will be right there as well, and if you guys order, put down T-O-K-E-R, number 20. On the right-hand corner, you get yourself 20% off on whatever you uh, you order, and uh, it's compliments of the show here, and we'd love to... Uh, we'd love to have you guys uh, participate because you know what? There's a lot of CBD action going on out there, and uh, I think that uh, I think uh, it's good to have a sponsor part of the show. So uh, thank you, Avenue CBD. Love it, love it. Welcome aboard, guys. Um, and John, uh, John, we're back on, right? We're, we're back, back on, and I really want to give a shout out to Travis Johnson. Travis Johnson will be doing part of a uh, Cowboys podcast shows. And uh, like I said, we're going to have a network. We're going to have these guys. I'd love to get Barry Gibson on the show too uh, with his great site. Um, 
what is that official uh, cop? What, what the hell is that? It's on uh, Facebook here. But in any case, uh, Barry's going to have a, a show on here too. So you know what? We're going to have we're going to have a kind of like a potpourri of uh, guys uh, doing the Cowboys podcast, and I think it's a great call. I think us three can still do this, and we'll get others on it. And you know, when you're driving, folks, when you're on a long trip or whatever. You're just going to hear one after the other, which is a great source of uh, cowboy information. And it's all stems from cowboy fan base. This isn't uh, uh, based from the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, This isn't one-sided. This is everyone that's out there all being one together, fan base. That's what it is. Thank you, my friends. I need your score for this weekend. Uh, This coming week? Yep. Uh, you, you guys uh, want to do another one? Or, uh, no, I just want to know what your score is this weekend. Well, I, I, this is an easy score. I'm going to call it 42-7. to seven. Mm, That's a big one. I, it is. It is because I don't think Washington has any knowledge of stopping us, especially with uh, Dak right now. So is it, we, it, currently we are a five-point favorite. Take that. Give it. Um, You're going to own a new house, a new Mercedes, whatever you want. Give up the five points. That's a lock. A lock. I'm going to go 32-13. for me. 38-17. Something like uh, this last score, huh? Yes. Very, very we, close. So we improved three points and we gave them same. Same. All right. And uh, so be it. I'm, I'm okay with that. Hey, f- uh, fans uh, out there to the show, please message us. Let us know. And I know a lot of you guys have been asking for the games. Uh We'll find out about more about that because we got a new studio and we don't have the TVs up yet in this one. But um, hey, we're we're all we're all ears right now. Whatever you guys want to do, we're all part of. And plus, go to our site on Facebook. We've got close to eighteen thousand fans out there, uh, part of Cowboys Podcast. Hit a big like on our fan base. Uh, Doc Williams, he does a great job posting uh, new stuff. Uh, on our uh, Facebook site. So keep doing a great job, Doc. We love you. And uh, keep hitting all the likes, and we'd love to hear from you guys. Take care. Go boys. Go boys. Take care, guys. Tune in next week for another edition of the Cowboys Podcast on lineupmedia.fm. Subscribe to the show now at cowboyspodcast.com on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, and all major podcast outlets. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.